Everyman Podcast. Yeah, it's time. It's time. Another week, another pod. Blessed Ooh. and highly favored as always. We're Ooh. here in the Ooh. Cosmic Canoe. Yes. Together. Pouring down the river of life as bro. Rolling down that rolling down that cosmic stream. Uh. With me as always, my co-host here, Daryl Campbell, the big dog. DC, what's up, brother? Hey man. Another day in the cosmic canoe with my bro, with you. It's great. I'm loving it. Nowhere I'd rather be on this late edition of mm. the Everyman Podcast. And I'll tell you what, we've been talking about it. Leading up to it in the last couple of weeks. Here we find ourselves on the precipice. precipice. The tip of the spear <laughs> of the NFL kickoff 2021. And it goes without saying, you know, I'm excited. I know you're excited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like it, 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 summer's over. We had a good run. Yep. But now it is time for fall to get its freak on. Yes. And, uh, you know, we just dropped... A special uh, episode of the Everyman Podcast on our YouTube with uh, Mark Holcomb from Periphery. Mm-hmm. Mark has become one of our, uh, I mean, really, he's like our resident NFL analyst. Yeah, yeah. And, and just an all-around awesome dude. All-around yeah. awesome dude. And we're going to see, I think we're going to be expanding our our musician network of football analysts this year. We've mm-hmm. uh, we, we made a lot of friends in the last year, and... and the, who doesn't love NFL football? I mean, even even the Europeans are into it now. Everybody. Absolutely everybody. And, you know, as we're recording this, it's it's minutes before kickoff. Tom Brady, who, like I said, I'm now I'm a fan. I'm a I'm a Tom Brady fan now. Mm-hmm. It would be foolish to deny his greatness. Um and plus, you know, he's not punishing the Steelers twice a year. Um <laughs> so that's that's good. I'm so cool. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. I and it, you know, yeah. there's a lot of guys I root for there. You know, Mr. Big Chest. Talk about an archive. You go back in the archives, the Everman archives. We covered that whole Antonio Brown saga. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. very well. Yeah. Um, and it just goes to show. In the NFL, if you're good enough, there's someone who will deal with you. Yeah, man. Absolutely. That's... If you can comply to demands and not be <laughs> conduct detrimental to the fucking world, yeah. But then, make it. but there's that fine line. The minute you dip below that line, you're out. That's it. That's it, That's it man. Um, expecting big things from Mr. Big Chest this year. Uh, Bruce Arians, you know, big fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys, hard knocks. Oh, yeah. yeah, crushed it. I'll Absolutely tell you what, little, the little man, uh, Aiden, uh, who's his father? Dirty. The little guy on the little guy on Hard Knocks. He's uh, he's quite the character. I think he's got a oh, future. Yeah, I think so. Too, that whole man. clip about like he th- he he loves Dak Prescott, but he comes in, he thinks it's Patrick Mahomes, and that's <laughs> that's awesome. It's good television, man. It's it good is. Television. It's good, but you know, man, we talk about it all the time, and you know that's what we we strive for here. But it's that access that makes it special. You know, seeing a family interact at an, a, a yogurt shop is uh is special and i think also when you have the it tells a story of like you know what these men do on this field mm-hmm. and the cost the human cost for it and how um 
intense and at times violent it can be. And then on the other end, these men have families just like, just like we do and wives and daughters and sons and puppies. And it's, that's, that's what makes that, that show special. So, you know, not just plugging it because my man here, you know, was holding it down. But if you haven't checked out hard knocks in a couple of years, you know, you're like me, you're passing it out. This season was really, really good. Um, you know, and we talked about that, uh, in our last couple podcasts here, but, um, Look, man, Bucks, Cowboys. I know you don't like to pick predictions, but what are you what are you looking for when you when you're watching this game tonight, NFL Week One? I mean, I'm I'm really just thankful that we have football and it's unfiltered and pure. The pure essence of the game with fans and whatnot. That's what I'm really gung ho about, honestly. Um, Those fans are going to be wild tonight. Oh, dude, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just – all the stuff that's going on um, in the world that has been going on, I mean, it it looks like there's a silver lining and we're coming out of it or we're going into something else that, you know, hopefully everyone is prepared for. But still, me, it's – for me right now, it's the smell of football, the season starting. We're kicking off. You got TB12. You got Big Dak that's back, man. Like, I – no stakes in it for me. I'm just really glad the football is here. And for me, I always root for Tampa just because those are old stomping grounds at one book. So, yeah, man, I'm super stoked about it. You know, you talk about Big Dak, and I was trying to figure out, like, what is – is Dak a nickname? Is, it, is that his name? Like, is that – like, is his license say D-A-K, you know? <laughs> and then I looked at it, it was Dakota. And I was like, God, that's such a cool name, mm-hmm. Dakota. Like, Absolutely. Dak is cool. But Dakota, almost yeah, cooler. still pretty. That's, that's still pretty good. So that's still pretty he's good. got maybe maybe he'll do like a later career. He'll go by Dakota. Who knows? Well, that's the craziest thing. Like if you get like a nickname that really sticks with you in the NFL. Like I remember, um, like Tank. Like yeah, like it's that's not his name. By the that's way, that's not his name. Like, I not, honestly had I honestly thought his name was Tank, and he <laughs> yeah, was on our show. <laughs> Uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But like, but like, but I mean, like, well, like if you get a good enough nickname, they can truncate the fuck out of your real name and just and just let that be. I forget. You're Did lucky your name didn't end, your nickname didn't end up being like Dardar or something. Oh well, you know what I mean. Like it's crazy. <laughs> I, I feel like the Steelers had some guys that were kind of like that too, where like their real name wasn't like their nick their their nickname was like their first name, but it really wasn't their real name. But it but it's just because they're so awesome. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and it 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 sticks. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a couple players that you come across, uh, like uh, the, there's a backup uh, to Christian McCaffrey in Carolina. His name's like Chubba Hubbard. Chubba Hubbard. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of name is that? Man? Chubba Hubbard. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta look that up. I, awesome. I, I think it's awesome. Um, big fan. Uh, but you know, Cowboys are one of those fan one of those teams. I just you know, yeah, people they look. People like to try to make them into like a hated. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't care about teams on that emotional level like I. Yeah. Like I used yeah. to. I really have a more appreciation of the league. Uh, these last. I tell you years. one thing: you got to have appreciation for their flipping cheerleading squad is stellar. Well, they're like recruited stellar. from from the the finest parts of Texas. They are uh, healthy athletes. 
Healthy athletic women. Ridiculous. Like, dance a whole game, three hours. You know, Daryl, it's always good to see a young woman really take her health so serious like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's inspiring. Yeah. I'm insp- I feel inspired. Um, and not many teams have the cheerleaders anymore. Steelers never right. had them. Yeah, no. Whoa, man, if you guys did have some cheerleaders, man, they'd be freaking just some cheerleaders. Scary. Just they'd be some <laughs> They'd have to they'd have to import them. Um, some made out of steel or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a steely McBeam type uh, Oh my gosh. Yeah, we yeah. do have a good they did try they made the mascot. And uh, they let like they did like a naming competition and name that it was Steely McBeam was what, mm. what his name ended up being, which is that's what happens when you let the uh, internet get a hold of anything. Wow! <laughs> but not only you know is it fall season, it's you know like as a young buck, if you you know when I was I was fortunate enough to get a couple cool new things for the school year, and it, yeah. and, and we're coming up on that right now. It's back to school time. You know, yeah. uh, it's fall, you know, you're getting, you're swapping your wardrobe out or maybe you're like me and you wear the same eight to 10 t-shirts for years until they deteriorate. Yeah. And then someone says, Justin, there's a giant hole in your shirt. He's probably, you're oh, you're yeah. an animal. Why don't you get some, that. another shirt? Definitely done that. Right. Um, that's just kind of how guys are. Yep. If you're looking for some new t-shirts, if you're looking for maybe a mug, for your mm-hmm. morning coffee or tea, or I perhaps a tumbler for an alcoholic beverage, if that's your I thing. I need something to sip with. If you're looking to sip, if you're looking yeah. to perhaps put a sticker on something, need it. Head need over it. to everymanpodcast.tv backslash merch. Merch. Because I'll tell you what, we've been talking about it for a long time. We had some shirts early on and they were great. But mm-hmm. now we've got a full merch store. And new yeah. new stuff, new designs, new new items are coming out. Yeah. Um, we're gonna try and keep that updated as, as much as our creative brains can keep up with that. Uh, yeah. But right now, you we want got your mom to wear it. Your mom should moms, be wearing this. Aunts, cousins, sisters, definitely, definitely moms, brothers, uncles, yeah. grandfathers, fathers, mothers. And everyone. that one that one cousin with the wooden eye, he wants one too. You got that uncle that's not really an uncle. Yeah, your uncle Louie. Again, yep. we'll go in for Uncle Louie. We now, know who you are. Everymanpodcast.tv backslash merch. We've got – now, I'm a big – I'm not like a brand guy, okay? Like, I don't like – I'm not no. like a designer, ooh, hoity-toity nope. type, okay? Nope. However, there are some brands that I stick with personally because I like the quality and I enjoy the fit, the finish, the material. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know what you're going to get. The nice thing about our merch store – is we've got a variety of qualities and cuts and shapes and sizes and colors. Yeah. Anything you, you could really want. We've got champion brand, long sleeve, everyman podcast t-shirts. Yeah. I love the champion brand stuff. I've got the hoodies. You see me wearing a champion hat all the time. You're, we're going to have some of those hats. The champion dad hat. Very stylish. Yeah. Very fresh. Very clean. Yeah. Very it's healthy. Options. We've got American Apparel t-shirts. Again, you like that. You're a big buff daddy. Like are, you, are you a big buff boy? Get yourself an American Peril Everyman Podcast t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Show off your guns. Show them Women's shirts for the ladies. We've got the yeah. every woman. We know you're here. We see you in the statistics. At the very least, get one for your for your significant other. 
Yeah. Nice little tumblers, insulated, perfect eight ounce, maybe a little milk and cookie. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what you what you do while you're Whatever listening you're to this into. podcast. Whatever you're into. And then if you just want like a t-shirt to like cut the lawn in, you just want to, you don't want to spend a ton of money. We've got an inexpensive shirt, super high quality, but not, it's not a champion brand. It's not an American apparel, but it gets you in the game. And then you're like, I just want something little. I want to support the boys because we're never going to ask you for a dime to listen to this podcast. This podcast is always going to be free. Yeah. But we would like to be able to support the costs of putting on this show every week for you all. And for us, uh, you know, through our merch. And that's what that money is going towards. So if you want to support the Everyman Podcast, you want to support what we're doing, you want to help shine your light and also flex out a sick, sick ass Everyman Podcast t-shirt, head on Mm -hmm. over to everymanpodcast.tv backslash merch. Get yourself some shirts. We got stickers, tumblers, mugs. We're gonna have sunglasses, dude. They got we can we can do yoga pants, we can do underwear, fanny packs, we can do fanny packs, book bags. Toothbrushes, sunglasses. I mean, you really could live a whole life of the Everyman Podcast merchandise if you so choose. Um, And that's that's where we're headed. So um, again, EverymanPodcast.tv backslash merch. The link is in the show notes today. Get yourself a T-shirt. Get one for for your significant other who you know loves the show. Or maybe if there's someone you know they don't even have a phone, they don't even listen to podcasts. Get them a shirt anyway. Everybody needs a shirt. So everymanpodcast.tv backslash merch. Check it out. Get it today. Do it. Not only do we have all that excitement going on and we got the Mm -hmm. NFL going on and we got everymanpodcast.tv backslash merch going on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. today. Pregnant pause. The matrix resurrection trailer. Now this was supposed to, I think it was supposed to have come out in May originally, and then they kept pushing it and pushing it. And then here it is. Yeah. Three minute trailer. Did you watch it? I watched it. Um, Mixed, really mixed feelings on it. Uh, I'll say this. If you, after watching the trailer, kind of get some, you know, what is it? Um, John Wick kind of reverting to Neo-esque type vibe to it. Don't worry, you're not... You're not in a foreign country or anything like that. You're feeling just like I'm pretty sure most people are feeling. Um, I'm going to say this also. I'm going to still watch it because I've watched all the other Matrix movies that have come up to this point. And since I've invested precious moments of my life that I can't get back, can't get back. Most of which those, you know, uh, cinematic adventures were pretty good. Some of them I wish I could give back, but this one in particular, I'm going to watch it. And again, I think we, we talked about it earlier, brother Jay, it's a mixture of being, so either soft or so hard for the coming of this movie, which if you put those words together, feeling really hoffed. Hoffed really about it. <clears throat> I'll yeah. tell you what. Yeah. Visually. Now. So here's, let's just talk about Keanu for a second. Mm-hmm. First of all, whatever him and Tom Cruise are up to, 
they need to share that with the rest of the world because these two men appear to have only gotten more successful, better looking, and aged less as they've gotten older somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I they're agree. doing. I don't even want to make a joke about it because I'm, I don't want Tom Cruise's people to come after me. Yeah. Whatever, whatever Keanu's doing to hold it down for 40 years, uh, 35 years in film or whatever it is, like he looks just slightly older than he did in Point Break. Mm-hmm. And a guy that's had so many awesome roles, like you would think like, oh, he's going to be Bill and Ted forever. And it's like, oh no, he's going to be the guy from Speed forever. Yeah. And then it's like, then John Wick. And you're like, now that's, that's, I don't, I, it's hard to see daylight between him and John Wick. Especially when you're like me, you're interested in firearms. You yep. see all these videos of him actually, like he's notorious for doing his own training and stunts. Like he, did all the martial arts and he did all the jujitsu and he does all the gun stuff and John wick. And it's like, that's become who I, when I see him, I'm like, Oh, there's John wick. And just the other day at the, the the gun range, I see they had a big poster of John wick on the wall. He's like become a a icon. So you're watching this trailer and it's like, you hear the matrix music, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But then I'm like, visually it's like, I'm seeing John wick. Yes, that's what I mean. And that's what I mean. And there's this thing that see on one hand, you this is how I know that Hollywood is not completely corrupt in the in the sense of that it's not all about making money because things like this happen where yeah. Matrix three was dog shit and the the studio made them do this stupid ending. They wanted to f- put a finite ending on it and they said, No, yeah. we gotta have this ambiguous is he isn't he ending. Right. It sucked. No one, I don't know anybody that was a big fan that thought that was good. Yeah. And everybody wants to see more of the Matrix. The Animatrix was great. The Matrix Online game was great. All this shit. But at a certain level, it is about investing money to make more money. That's what the whole game is about when you're making a film. is like financing something for less money than it makes so Mm -hmm. that you have a profit. They can't help themselves but to take something that people love, they know already, and then also make you sit through 60% of a retelling. Mm -hmm. Perfect example. Every Spider-Man movie that's come out since 2002. Batman. How many fucking times am I going to have to see little Bruce Wayne's parents die in a film? Oh, yeah. I guarantee you I'll see it five more times before I'm done seeing Batman movies. Right. Um there's certain things where they like they even though they know that everyone knows what the matrix is right they're still going to make us do an origin story and it's like are we doing like a re like is this a soft reboot yeah which is what it kind of seems like and then they got young yeah. morpheus and it's like is he back in the matrix what the fuck's going on See? here carrion moss again what a species right healthy woman big fan of her work yeah I didn't see enough like black latex in the trailer. Well, there I don't think there was very much black latex at all. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I mean, that was, you know, a really high point of the, maybe the first couple matrixes for sure. And as I'm saying this now, and this is one of those moments where I'm I'm having an honest thought live in real time. I'm now understanding where some of my proclivities come from. Mm-hmm. You know, you go back and you see, you watch me and you're like, oh, so I, maybe that's where that whole thing came from. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yep. 
and then you know the whole monica bellucci the whole you know it's like i get it um i was imprinted upon at a at an early age um not enough latex. I don't know. I don't understand who this new sidekick girl is, but she's kind of like, she's kind of like, hair and, yeah. and it's like, she's kind of edgy. Like Carrie Ann Moss was 20 years ago. Right. Like, is she like the new Trinity? Yeah. Or, or archetype? Like, I don't know. She's got that like bunny tattoo and stuff. She might be the white rabbit. I don't, I mean, that's what knows? I mean. What's going on? Is yeah. Neil Patrick Harris? Is he the new architect? Is this a whole new matrix? Because, yeah. it, you know, you go back to the Matrix lore, they talk about, yeah, dude, that scene when he goes in to meet the architect at the end of the second one, which the second one I think is still, is great. Yeah. It's not as good yeah. as the first, it's great though. Yeah. He's like, explaining him, like, dude, this is, you're like the thousandth version of you that I've had this conversation with. Right. You're going to fail. You always do. You can't save both. You're right. destined to lose. Right. And he's like, well, suck me sideways. And he tries to do both right is that what this is this is like a new you know what i mean like this is like the next version or is is it the same neo in a new because i think that's the thing that makes the most sense is like you get him because he gets in imbibed by the matrix if you will if you will at the end of the third one he becomes the matrix so he just gets shit back out and now right. he's going to do it all over again with like, man, they, they, they show you everything that we've seen from the first matrix. You, you see the pods, you see, you know, you see Mio's except you know, the latex connected, you know, except for the latex. I mean, I don't know what it is. You see the blue pill, you see the red pill, you see all of these different things. And the one thing that I don't see, and maybe I could be off here, but the one selling point of the first matrix that really just like took it to a whole new place was just the technological cinematography that was used that really just wowed you that wireframe well, spinning shit. And they were like was... doing that with a limited budget. Oh and, my like, God. They invented that whole bullet time camera rig. Right. And the thing is, is I'm like, what are they, there, there has to be some, I'm, I'm like some, something has like you have, like they have to show me something. They did you ever see? Did you ever see any of their other the Wachowskis? Did you see Cloud Atlas? Yes, I saw Cloud Atlas. <sighs> yeah, like that's one yeah. of those ones where you're like, "The fuck am I watching?" But I can't keep my eyes off it. And what is Tom yeah. Hanks doing? What is this? Yeah, literally, what is this? Mm-hmm. They did a lot of wild shit in that movie that was like to scale. It was just like the scale of things that were big. So I think, right. I think maybe they've just, well, now this is just Lana directing it now, but I think, I don't know. I'm sure there's going to be some, there has to be. I mean, that's what it's known for. That'd be like, you know, what is Tom Cruise going to do a mission impossible where he doesn't, you know, fuck a shark in space. Like what, well, you know what I mean? Like what, right. what it's you come for that, you know? So I think I'm confident that they're going to have something up their sleeve. I hope so. Cause it'd be like watching a John Claude Van Damme movie and then not seeing him do a jump split kick. Like it's just, come on. The people come for something. It's just like, you got to go in. You got to give the people what they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it's like, and also it might be one of those things where it was so the, the reason the first one was so special was because it was so groundbreaking and so different from everything else was coming out. And then everything has become the matrix. 
And then we're going to see this and we're gonna be like, oh, I've been seeing this shit for, but I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very excited for it. I'm definitely going to go. This is what is something that will actually get me into the theater again. Um, Cause it's worth it, especially seeing it in IMAX. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you definitely want to see it the right way. That's for sure. And I agree with you there. I'll be, you know, mid row, uh, you know, IMAX, I'll check it out. But you know, the, I see this trailer and I say, you know, with, with the cinematography and the technology that's used, I'm like a couple of, um, you know, digital stream things that are doing stuff that's similar. You know yeah. what I mean, and I don't, and I don't know if they, they're, you know, saving all of the the bacon for, you know, the actual cinematic experience. But you know, I need to see some stuff that if you're gonna, if you got a title like Matrix Resurrections, you got to stay true to form to the original. You got to bring somewhat, it somewhat, but you got to fucking let it, let me have it with all the all the bells and whistles. You have to, you have to. And I think the guy that's playing Morpheus is the dude that was in the Candyman that just came out. I think he's the Candyman. I don't know if I want to see that movie, man. I, I don't mean, think I need to see the Candyman again. That scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, but this one just, you know, nothing not, not, not against Jordan Peele and, and and everything he's doing for horror because he is. I'll know, tell you what, I'm gonna. I, I gotta. I gotta say that one. But what was the first one he did? Uh, uh, is I don't know if it was us no, or Get Out. Was Get, Get out. out. Good movie. Yeah. I think yeah. it was not as great as everyone said it was, but I think it was a very mm-hmm. good movie. Yep, yep. The other one with the others or whatever, with like the us. girl with the creaky voice. Is that us? Is that the second one? Yeah, with like the mask. Like with the, oh, they have yes, the replacements. Us. That's us, yep. This is one of like two movies that I can think of lifetime where I, I was like, I'm done. I'm f- I am done watching this. Could not make it through it. I was like, this is, this is, this is offensive to and me. Th- and this is why we're kindred spirits. So Candace and I actually went to the movie theater and we walked out. I would have and, and asked for our money back and got our money back. Yeah, I would have. It was mm-hmm. hard. Like, I think, I mean, just think about the times we're living in, like back when it was yeah. the, the old normal. Yeah. And you, I 90 watched 88% of the movie and then was just, I can't. I cannot. I couldn't like, get past was, the creaky voices. It made no dude. sense. There was no, it was like one of those things where like, there's no reason for me to be watching this. Yeah, absolutely. To this day. And you know what? I've, I did my due diligence because there's so many people here within the, the production department are like, what do you mean you didn't like us? It was legendary and it was groundbreaking. And I'm like, yo, it, it is a load blown against the wall, dried out in the sun like i'm telling you it is not like i'm <laughs> yeah. sorry and i've watched some terrible <laughs> movies you know and, and i've stuck through them you know since on the topic of movies i told you the other day i watched willie's wonderland over the weekend my fiance was mm-hmm. was was out of town so yeah i always take those opportunities to watch whatever movie usually a steven seagal or nicholas cage feature that right. i've been hold, that she just won't enjoy um, yeah. and this is the one that's like five nights at freddy's where he gets yep. trapped yep. in it. So I want to point out that Nicolas Cage has no lines in the film. Right. He is the star. Yep. And it is an incredible performance. And he, yep. and this is once again, why Nicolas Cage, in my opinion, is the finest actor of my generation. Absolutely. He doesn't need lines. He doesn't need humans to act with. 
No. He doesn't need his work. He, he needs nothing. The, the whole movie, dude, basically he's driving in in his sweet charger. And it's one of those, you know, when you watch a movie and you know it's low budget, where they're yeah. trying to make a, a stock car appear to be faster than it really mm-hmm. is for the sake yeah. of the story. It was yeah. like a stock Dodge Charger, and they put yeah. in all these, like, you know, like, just yeah, real yeah, aspirated yeah, yeah. sound. Yeah, yeah. And, like, he's, he runs over some spikes in his tires. He ruins his tires. And basically, they need a th- needs $1,000 to fix his car. And, and this, like, hillbilly's like, well, if you can't pay for it, man, I got, like, a job for you. And he's like, I just nodded for everybody just listening. Mm-hmm. So Nick Cage goes, gets locked in. All he brings in with him is his leather jacket and a 12-pack of beer. He's, Nicholas Cage is always going to have a, le- a leather jacket. And, man. like, throughout the, the the movie, like, his he has this – so apparently he's a functioning alcoholic. Mm. He has, like, a timer that goes off, like, every 40 minutes, and he has to drink a beer. And oh. there's, like, all these different weird, funny moments. Like, this girl is, like, about to be murdered. And his alarm goes off, and he, like, in only the way that Nicolas Cage can do it, he, like, slinks off, goes, gets a beer, drinks, it comes back, and, like, it's, like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's bananas, dude. Absolutely total, bananas. Total Nicolas Cage and he role. just, like, yeah. savagely murders these puppets, you know, these animatronic creatures yeah. that are, like, a spoiler alert for everybody out there who was maybe on the fence about seeing Willie's Wonderland. (laughs) The staff that worked there, like did some sort of like demonic seance and transported their souls and uh, they were their murderous souls into these, these animatronics. And then the, Mm -hmm. then they, they were just killing families and kids at at this pizza parlor. Like it's like the craziest story. And Nick Cage, no lines, very minimal props. They probably filmed this in like a day and a half. And right. uh, I loved every second of it. And I would watch it again. And I'm probably <laughs> going to watch it again. And um, I'd give it, you know, on the Nick Cage scale, it's somewhere in between Con Air and um, Mandy. You know, it's not, mm. it's not, it's mm. not top tier. But yeah. it's like, I, it's those, like, you'll never forget it. I promise you, you will never forget this yeah. movie because of how absurd the premises um and this only just gets me more excited for pig yeah which i believe based is that. upon that endorsement i will obviously watch it but <laughs> 90 <laughs> minutes of fucking pure pleasure my friend and i'll yeah, tell, tell you what it's on it's on hulu so if you're if you're listening to the everyman podcast you got your everyman podcast.tv backslash merch t-shirt on and you're looking for a film after the game tonight Pop on Hulu, Willie's Wonderland, Chef's Kiss from your boys oh, yeah. at the Everyman Podcast. Oh, yeah. That's all you need. That's all you need. I'll tell you what. This week, NFL. Next week, mm-hmm. we just did an awesome podcast interview with our boy Mike Mangini. New Dream Theater coming out, so you know it's going to be Word. good. And Word. it's a juicy one. So get ready. Keep your eyes peeled for that. And I'll tell you what, brother. I love it. I love it too. I love Shine it. it. Another Shine week, on. another pod. We'll see you next week, everyone.